Welcome to Top Shelf, where we seek truth, opinion, perspective, and we seek solutions. Season one was mm. fun. Season two, we had a lot to do. Season three was the key. Now, season four, we giving you more. Let's get it. Word, 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 word. You know what I'm saying? But as we do, in our top shelf way, truth, opinion, and perspective, we got to get it in. We got to give honor where honor is due to the Lord and Savior above. Let's pray this in and get this in right uh and could i enlist anthony to pray no problem boss so yes thank you god just for coming again just for us to have this opportunity lord god for just praying for the people that are listening to this uh, conversation we started this from a long time ago but this season i want god to be in the forefront Every time we step on the mic, if it's not IG Live, if it's not um, production or anything we're, we're doing, podcast, we want to know that you are in the forefront. And everything that we say, someone becomes closer to God. Yes. Someone understands and say, you know what? Let me give God a chance. Someone breaks the cycle because they heard from us. Sorry, they heard from you. So let this be a great conversation. Let us impact the world and change tomorrow. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Right. That was good. That was that prayer had some season salt on it. That's awesome. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Ed. Thank you. I'm, pr- I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so I guess a couple yo, things that's changed between season three and season four. <laughs> a lot of change. Is what, he, is what he's saying. And make sure y'all go back and listen to those seasons. Yeah, so please hear do. Please how do. Anthony grew. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So facts. Thank you so much. I think we all learned a lot <laughs> from these different seasons, man. It's uh, a shade for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, you know what I want to before we have the uh, the conversation we're going to have. Like, what is one fun and inspiring thing that you guys have done as of late? Like, what's one fun and like right off the head? Like, what is one fun and inspiring thing you've done? For me, dang. Is it dang? Nah, bro. Stop saying that. I think one fun thing, if I can say. Mm-hmm. Um, you putting the trampoline together, people have been impactful because of that trampoline. There we go. Yo, and stop the cock up, bro. That was it. That's that's six, that took yo. six hours to do, and I damn near almost broke my neck. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I consider fun and done. 
Jeff, Jeff hated. He, nah. he hates the process. Nah. Well, well, your daughter had a lot of fun. Nah. Nah. That's I'm, I mean, I'm glad it's up. I'm glad my daughter enjoyed it, but right. he said, "But not me." Fun, something that was fun that that's not even on my top 100 list of what I've done as of late. Man, um, I, I, honestly, I really can't say. I mean, I, I've had a busy month, but you know, you, actually, you know what? I take that back. There was something fun and done, which was that I did was went to the Hamptons. Um and actually got in the pool and really you know enhanced my swimming skills. Oh, I will say fire. that. That's I will fire. say that. That is fire. Maybe bro. minded to some, but that was major for me because I'm not a pool person. Oh, okay. Wait, you're not a pool person. You don't like to, or you just don't no, even swim. Bro, no, I can swim. I just, I'm just not a pool person. Yeah, oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't really care. I don't really care to be. You know, I don't care to be in the pool. You know what it is? I don't. Like oh, the okay. Of, Jumping in a cold pool and then getting out and then like mm. you're cold. I don't like that feeling, and I don't like water going up my nose either. So that's why I don't really care to be in the pool. Like I'll chill by the pool, I hang by the hang out by the pool. But as far as being inside the pool, no. But I had fun doing it when I did because I promised my daughter that I would. Yeah, and uh, you know, so that was fun. But I actually had a good time, so I would say that. Okay. Is the is the same pool the same concept for the be- for the beach? I just want to know. Yeah, same thing. I don't. I don't. Do okay. The beach. Yeah, I don't do the beach either. Okay. I hang out at the beach. But I don't go in the water. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, it's not my thing. So if you ever want Jeff not to come to your <laughs> do not have a pool party. Do no, not I, have a I, beach day. No, I, he did not say that. He said he I does will, not go into I, the pool, yes. but he'll be chilling. With his uh his nice uh what do you call it? What's his, what's his favorite drink he likes to drink? I have a henny punch. Yes, yeah, a henny hey! punch. A henny punch. Or a DJ chilling. punch. Chilling. Yeah. Chilling. Having a good conversation. Maybe yeah. playing some spades. That's his vibe. Okay. While while me and you jumping in the pool. That's it. <laughs> Oh, shirts off. <laughs> That's why. Hey, pause, man. My wife, my, me with my wife jumping in the pool, and then Anthony happens to be there. Anthony gonna be belly flopping like ain't hey, no tomorrow, like a sea whale. Anthony be on there. I believe I can fly. No, 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 R. Kelly song. No, not me. <laughs> Look, he locked up. I believe I can fly. <laughs> Oh my god. Let me not. Let me not. Let me stop. I don't want to trigger nobody. What about you, Ant? What's one fun and inspiring thing you've done lately? Oh man. So <laughs> uh I you know, I've I've shared this but on I am in season three. I'm taking my oh my wife and I going to Costa Rica. Um so I went to Costa Rica this past summer. I mean my past summer is still going on. Right. Um I went to definitely Costa Rica. It's a beautiful, amazing place. Like we turned to each other and like, yo, we're literally in the jungle. Like this was amazing. We had a great time fellowshipping. Um, that was one. Day. The second one was I took my friend Q um, hiking. Um, it was his first time hiking, um, and we was able to experience that. Um, that's something that I try to do as much as um, experience the life. Um, experience 
experience life the Thompson way. So um, mm. I think that was a great experience for me. So what about you, bro? Yeah, I would have to say it was uh, Monday, actually. Uh, one of my friends invited me. He was like, yo, I have an extra ticket to the screening of a show uh, that he, he actually put me on to the show on Apple TV called Severance. And it's very, very, just very, very good. Good show. All great actors. Long story short, we went to the screening. Yo, they it was so uh, amazing. It was like uptown in Manhattan. Uh, beautiful seating, beautiful theaters. We got to talk to the creator of the show. Got to meet the actors from the show. Uh, ben Ben Stiller, he's the, the if y'all know y'all know Ben Stiller from uh, There's Something About Mary, uh, Dodgeball, and all of those other movies. Uh, but he's a director for the show, and we got to meet him. Uh, John Turturro. Uh, it, it was just it was an amazing event and just very much inspiring. And love it, love just, it. Just being in that element, seeing a show, and then hearing people talk about what they created, it was, it was really good. I love it. That's I love dope. It. I love it, man. That's dope. Yeah, man. It's one of the ones like us. Being wish she could have been there too, man. She's working. Working hard for the money. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> we all working hard, man. It's 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 one of those things, man. It's like a lot has been going on in this world since we last spoke. Uh, what, what was it? Since season three mm-hmm. uh, had been over, we've been we've been speaking and going on about different topics. And one question that has been on my mind is. Are we in a recession? Mm. Is, <laughs> what do y'all think? What do you what do y'all think, fellas? What do, you, do y'all think we're for those who don't know what a recession is, it's basically a significant decline in uh economic activity. So if if we're thinking about a decline in activity as you just defined, mm-hmm. we have to look so the government says that we're not in a recession because the job market is still increasing. Correct. So in perspective, if you look from a different perspective, the housing market is going up, gas is going up, food is going up, and there's a shortage of food. At this moment, you have to now think of, yes, the government said that there's that's their only example, or maybe from my knowledge, that's the example that that they've given us. But who controls the narratives? Mm-hmm. The government. They actually, when the time was to say, "Hey," to tell the public that we're in a recession, they literally changed the whole name of what the definition of recession is, mm-hmm. so they won't scare the masses. Because if you're in a recession. You're not knowing what a recession is. True. You're going to be scared. Mm-hmm. And what happens when people are scared? Last time there was a recession, violence went up. Last time there was a recession, people stole. People did this. People did that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And also people got wealthier in a recession. Yeah. So at this moment, is a, if we are in a recession, I'm thankful for God. It's not, it hasn't affected my family. hasn't affected the people around me. And I'm thankful for God. Yeah. Um, but in the same perspective, I'm, I'm I'm worried if we are in a recession, what does that look like for other people? Yeah. So I, I, I think it it all depends on who you ask. 
Um, like if you go to, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's say you go to like Brownsville, right? Um, <coughs> you somebody somebody in the field, they gotta probably be like, I don't know if we're in recession because out here it seems like we're in a recession every day because it's so you know what I'm saying? Um, if you let's say <coughs> go to like the upper east side, um, or the upper west side. You know where it's it's a wealthier demographic. For them, they probably like, nah. You know everything's good over here. We're able to pay our bills. Everything is fine. It doesn't mean that they're not. They they don't notice or know the the cost or the increased cost of um, food, gas, all these uh, uh, essential things that we need to live and to survive. So I, I think personally, it just depends on who you ask. I know like yeah. definitely the news and and. and a lot, you know, you have some uh, economists that are saying that we're not in a recession. There's some who are like, kind of like, uh, say we're not, but we're going towards that direction. It's borderline. But I, I really believe it's on who you ask. Because I know like when we had our last recession, um, yes, there was like, the job market definitely took a hit. So that was like a big factor. People lost their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, the housing market crashed. That was like one of the big major factors of that as well. Then we also were funding a uh, a, a war because that's when we was with the war in Iraq. Yep. A lot of times, if you look at history, when there's usually like a big war, a recession is not too far behind it, yeah, um, or or close to it. So, but here, just like what Anthony was stating, is that the job market has been pretty stable. But it definitely has been a little bit more challenging for people to be able to afford to live because though it's mm. easy to get a job, but you may have to work two, three jobs in order to kind of like maintain. And, and this is why I said it's like it's mm-hmm. almost subjective. It just depends on really who you ask. Because absolutely, if you have somebody who's already been struggling all their life, they've been on Section Eight, they're on welfare, or just absolutely. you know they're, they they they're making ends meet and been making ends meet for them. They don't even feel like they've been impacted by a recession because, like, yo, it's been like this for me, you know, the last 15, 20 years. Right. I don't know the difference. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't know when the economy is good or not because it doesn't really affect my life one way or another. I know that I still have to work two jobs. I know that there's nights I got to figure out how to put food on the table. Like, mm-hmm. the economy doesn't really uh, make a difference to me. So, you know, and that, that's just my personal um, personal opinion on that. Right, right. Because we, if we're talking about it, like we spoke about this offline too. It's like we talked about, like you know, there's with what a recession is. There's higher employment rates and lower consumer spending. So, Correct. you know, a lot of corporations get affected by these things. Like a lot of retailers, um, a lot of uh, uh, just like companies that we go to every other day, they start see us spending less, and and then they start to suffer. Right. Um, but we, the, I no go ahead. Yeah. So I ha- not push back, but a lot of times, so that that thought that you have, mm-hmm. so in a way, like maybe 10, 10, 20 years, well, ten about ten to five years ago, that thought would be true, but it's transitioning now because mm-hmm. we have more, we have more digital, we have more digital. Marketing, regards of like Amazon, we mm-hmm. have True. um, we have things like Walmart, and they start to cut their prices. True. So, like for example, when we we're in COVID, we yeah. started. Amazon got wealthier, 
Walmart got wealthier. People are still buying things. And remember, a lot of people lost their jobs during COVID. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in the perspective of like the world's changing Mm -hmm. in that perspective, because a lot of times, or we didn't have that Amazon five to ten years ago. Right. So yeah, that's that's fire. That's a good point. Well, no, well, Amazon was around. It wasn't around, but it was it was, it was around. It was it was still popping. I think the, the 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 e-commerce industry, e-commerce. That's what the word I was looking for. You know, obviously has blown up a lot more within the last like five, ten years, or ten mm-hmm. years. I, I I would say, in this and and as far as what people were doing that, you know, the things with the with a recession. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely would love for Fred to finish his his um, his take on this. Is what a recession? Whether again, it's depending on the side of coin you want to look at, right? Mm-hmm. Again, some people are going to disagree. Some people are going to agree. Some people look at that and say, yes, things are up as far as prices, but because there's jobs, um, yeah. we're not in a recession. Um, usually, if there's recession, they're going to probably tell people to you know watch their spending and things like that. Um, I mean, it's always different factors, but. What a recession, what, what it basically boils down to is that it's the rich are going to get richer. That's number one. And two, people who know how to like survive tends to get a little bit more creative. And this is where you mm-hmm. might get the scammers or you might get people just, or just illegally, illegally and legally know how to hustle Sex. and make it through. Because at the end of the day, bills still got to get paid. You can't tell your mortgage company, you can't tell your landlord that we're in a recession, I can't pay my bills. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I need a little bit more time where I, I got you next month. You know what I'm saying? You can't, take, you can't tell American Express or Discover um, like, hey, you know, you know we're in a recession, right? You know, gas prices are not expensive, so instead of me mm-hmm. paying my credit card this month, I'm going to get you next month, and I'll pay what I can pay. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately, right? Mm-hmm. There's not always a lot of relief that comes along with that. So it's like I, with the recession, it's it's trying to also figure out to navigate, but also most importantly, knowing how to save and prepare yourself just in case one does happen. And yes. your job decides like, hey, you know, we got to let you go. And you are have enough money. You have at least six, six months of income to be able to survive at minimum because, you know, again, the bills are not going to stop. They're still going to come every single month and, and they're going to expect for you to pay. Absolutely. And um, I was going to say, like, do, to the question, do I think we're in a recession? I would say, uh, I wouldn't call it a recession. I would call it we are in crisis. Um, interesting. Uh, would you say? No, I said interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, I would say we're in crisis just because if you look at it like inflation, right? And inflation is happening like all all across the board, you know, in terms of the housing market, with gas, with groceries all around, toiletries are out of hand completely. And then you think about this, right? You look at the news. Then you look at uh, we're helping Ukraine to fund this this war going on over there with Russia and everything like that. We're helping mm-hmm. them. We're giving them money constantly. So I'm like, okay, we're giving them all of this money to fight this war that we ain't got nothing to do with. And then here we are over here, like, things is constantly going up. We hear on the news, too, right, coverage about different states. Landlords are raising rents mm-hmm. uh, astronomically. Mm-hmm. Like, I heard 
uh, this story. I think it was like in Vegas or something like that. Um, and about this landlord, they he raised their rent by like I think like uh, like like two thousand, three thousand dollars or something like that. Jesus. Yes, it was ridiculous. That's what that story. Yep. Yeah, and it was something was, crazy like that. Yeah, but I'm like, but you know what it is? It's supply and demand. What they're doing, not a, not in the terms of like, okay, I'm supplying you with housing, right? And it's like, yo, I gotta meet my, I gotta meet my quota too. And things are getting more expensive on my side too. Mm-hmm. So it's like all across the board. It's not only for the person who owns the owns the uh, place, the house that you live in, but it's for the person that is in the house as well. So they gotta they gotta take extra steps. Cause what about things breaking down in the house, right? Facts. You know what I'm saying? I gotta I gotta recoup that. I gotta repay that. And then you know what if they have an extra you know another baby and everything like that. When I say crisis, I mean it's like all across the board. Not only inflation. I mean in terms of mental as well. Like mm-hmm. people more than any time that has ever existed we film everything everything is filmed and then you got like all these violent scenarios being filmed all of these uh and we're able to see it kids are able to see it everybody's able to see these violent scenarios i i I was like on instagram and they showed like this thing where this guy he he uh, does a, a a video. He streams a video, and he said, and he's just like arguing at the camera. And all of a sudden, you know, after that camera goes off, he kills himself and his three kids or whatever. So, Oof, so I'm like, this is cr- this is like le- legit crisis. And then Biden is cracking down on fraud, PPP fraud, which mm-hmm. we understand because you know you don't want anybody scamming the system and this that and the third, but. Guess what pe- desperate people do in situations? They get they 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 desperate times call for desperate measures. I'm not saying it's right. They get creative. I'm just saying crisis. That's what's ha- that's what's happening outside. Monkeypox, COVID. Look at all this stuff we got going on outside. That's why I say I don't think it's the uh, recession. I think it's just crisis. It's mental crisis, emotional crisis, and then you can follow that by financial crisis. Mm, I like that. That's that's good. I, I like how you use the word crisis. It, it's it's there's a war going on outside. My man is safe from you can run, but you can't hide forever. The, the words of Mob Deep is mm-hmm. real, man. It, it's it's very true. I, I I do like that term. I think crisis fits better mm-hmm. than the word um, recession because there is a lot going on more than just from a financial aspect. There is. Um, and there's like this new virus potential that may be taking place as well coming from China. So there's, there's just a lot that's going on mm-hmm. um, and that can easily have people scared to death, have people very concerned yeah, um, and have people just afraid on like how they're going to live or navigate the next day. Because some of these things really doesn't matter if you have a million dollars in your bank or you have two dollars in your bank. Right, you gotta, you know, you'll be, you're gonna be impacted, you know, in some shape, um, or form. So, mm-hmm. I, I would definitely want to encourage our listeners is just to, you know, spiritually stay grounded. Yeah. Um, don't allow fear to kind of just take over because it's easy to be fearful by turning on the news or watching, you know, Instagram or looking out your window because everything is just right now it's just up. 
Yeah. Completely from violence to food prices, gas prices, yeah. rent, uh, the cost of uh, to buy a home. Right. Is is up. There's not one thing that's not like up. Everything is just up pretty much. And that can have people on edge. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to, to go on edge and, and, and fall into that trap. But you know, with, with, with God all things are possible. And I would just kind of just encourage that and just, you know, we just gotta have to kind of go through these tough times and you know, and hopefully eventually those bumps in the roads will turn to a smooth road. It, yeah, it's a it's definitely a hard pill to solo because if we look at the Bible too, like the Bible went through many times of famine in yeah. different in different regions, Correct. like different places. Like prophets will come, they they will let they would get the word of God from God and they'd be like, Okay, there's gonna be a famine, or somebody would have a dream and they'd be like, Oh, it's gonna be a famine. The, there were so many times in the in the word that you can look, and I encourage everybody to go look at those times of famine and what they did and how they held on to their faith. Uh, because I mean, think about it. I want to like I want to do what Anthony does, uh, like each season to that guy who is a single father of like, and he has four or five kids, and he's just doing it on his own, and he can't afford therapy, not because of financial, but because of time. Yeah, because everything he's doing is for his kids. To that man right there, I, I want to tell you, like to keep your head up, you're a king, and to continue to keep fighting the good fight. And yeah, you can't go to well, therapy right now, but you will be able to, and to continue to keep looking up um, options and, and and try to find time if you if that is what you need, or counseling is what you need. If you're going to church, seek out counseling alternatives as well. Like because I know in this time everybody's going through it in some capacity with doubt, fear, worry, and uh, anxiety uh, more than anything. Because this is, this is, this time is something else, man. Like we thought we was getting better from COVID (laughs) and then here come monkeypox out of nowhere. Like, like, it's like, if it, like my mom always says, if it ain't one thing, it's two. It's always one, one, like another thing, you know? And then, and then, you know, with I think us as a society, it's hard too, uh, because like we we've talked about this, fellas. Like, whereas like I feel like sometimes as a society, we all divided, everybody divided. We can't Very agree much. on things. That's why we continue to keep pushing. Uh, I mean, that's the reason why like a lot of things are not getting solved in terms of the United States. Like, in, like we can't agree on anything. We can't. Hell, we can't even agree that Black Lives Matter. So it's like, that's like a whole other conversation. That's all, <laughs> yeah, that's another Word. that's another podcast. That's another episode. But I'm I'm just saying, there's always somebody that's gonna come up, that's gonna stand up and be like, uh, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, because yeah. everybody got an opinion. Nope. I mean, in, it's the land of like the freedom, the freedom of speech thing is great. But then there's still people that don't believe that you should have uh, free speech. Correct. So, so that's the that's 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 the time we live in, you know. I, I do have a question uh-huh. in regards to um, going back to recession. Um, should we still pay ten percent in a recession? What, as far as with your, to your church? Correct. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have it. I mean that that that's I would say this I would just say it's between you and God 
Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I would just say. Like, I would still encourage it if you can, because when you when you tie that ten percent, you're doing it based off of faith, right? You're doing it based mm-hmm. on faith that you're sowing that seed back into God's kingdom, and He's going to sow it back to you. But Absolutely. again, if if you're if if you know, let's say we are in a, let's say we are in a recession right now, right? Let's say we are in a recession and financially, you know, you're struggling, right? You lost your job. Um, you can't find another job because there's no job that's out there that's hiring because um, a lot of companies, they're laying off people. The unemployment rate is, you know, it's not at 3, 3.5%. It's at, you know, let's say 10%, 11%, which is extremely high. So, you know, you, you can't work, but you're going to church. And if you feel like, hey, I can't give my last $5 into this collection plate, then... Mm-hmm. You don't give your last five dollars to the collection plate. I mean, right? That's, that's really it. Always comes out that's between you and God. I know some pastors will may disagree, or some pastors will force um, their congregation to like give the last five dollars. Um, but I would just say it's just you know that's between you and God. And if, and if God is telling you in your heart like sow that seed, then sow that seed. You know, and if if you feel like He's telling you differently. Then again, that's that's between um, that's between you and him. Well, yeah. I, would, I would just want to touch on that topic. Why would you force somebody that doesn't have? I think you know what it is, Anthony. I think because some people do it out of routine, and um, I think churches, some churches are really misguided when it comes to giving, bro. Like a mm. lot of churches are, they're very misguided when it comes to giving. They don't understand the principle of it, you know. So they they basically use it as a, a a form of manipulation in a sense and they'll be like because people should want to freely give right because it comes from your heart it's not it shouldn't be a thing of like oh man here we go again i gotta pay it's not a bill you know and mm-hmm. i actually heard that at winter's church that's what i uh, like pastor maurice said that at one point he was just like this is not a bill like tithing is not a bill you know and he was just like, uh, and, and I was Shout like, oh, God. when I heard that, I was like, yo, that's the truth. It's straight up true because it's like some people we treat it as a bill. You know, we treat it as, ah, here we go. Here I got it. I got. You know what I always do when I tithe? I don't never set my tithe on auto pay. Reason being, because I actually have to do the tithing. Like I want to go in. Like I, I give uh, via my phone the push pay app, but don't set no auto pay because I want to actually do the giving. Yeah, like I'm gonna go thing. through that process. I don't want to just because I got bills on auto pay, you know. I already got bills on auto pay, but with with something as serious as like tithing and offering, I wanna I wanna I wanna be like here, God, you gave it to me. I'm giving it back to you. Does that change anything if you do auto pay? If you are you doing pay? Yeah, it's uh, it's like a we have, for my church we have a push pay app. And okay. you can do, you have a, a, a option to do auto pay or you could uh, just, they, they'll ask you, do you want to just give a one-time gift? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I do. And I think like, you know, when it comes to that too, it's um, people like, there's people I know who's in a recession and though they may not have tired or going to church and they didn't really have the money and they're broke, but they'll find a way to still go to the club, some money at the club, or just mm-hmm. find a way to buy the new Jordans. I think when it comes to tithing and, and just anything in general, period, we will find a way to pay for what we, 
you know, buy or pay for what we want, right? Yeah. And I think, like, when it comes to tithing, it does get, like, a very bad rap, and it's true there are some churches who are very much misguided, um, and there is this negative, you know, um, light when it comes to, like, money and the church. Mm-hmm. But we also have to remember, like, the church costs to run because remember, it's a nonprofit. So it's not like they're getting mm-hmm. money from the government. It's not like there's sponsorships, at least for most churches, at least your, your, your normal local church. Yeah. It's not like there's investors like in the business or anything like that at all. So they really do depend on. And I think that's the part people forget sometimes. It does depend on how it runs and it operates on the tithes, right? And, you know, how the pastor is able to pay his bills or, or not even only that, but just how they can keep the church light on, be able to pay the mortgage of the church or the rent of the church if they're renting out the church. Um, if they have, like, a, a praise and worship team, sometimes they get paid. Like, so the people like who plays the drums and stuff like that, they pay them. Um, but it, in regards with a recession, um, again, it just comes down to, like, if you feel like it's not a priority for you, because financially, you know, it's just not in your budget. Mm-hmm. Then again, I always say this. It, that's between you and God. Mm-hmm. No pastor should make you feel bad on it. Absolutely. Yes, I do believe they should educate on the proper meaning of tithing and what it really means to tithe. But I don't believe that because that's what my church does. And, you know, he encouraged people. They encourage people to tithe. But at the same time, they're not going to force anybody yeah. to tithe or, or shame them because, like, you didn't tithe. Because, again, that comes down to you. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. And that's a really great point. I think the reason why I brought that up because I thought about what um Fred was saying about suffering. Mm-hmm. Like you might not even know you were in a recession because it's so normal to you. Um and you just figure, damn, this price is high, but I gotta try to figure out how I'm gonna pay for it. Um, so you've always been trying to figure out how to pay for it, where that now becomes a mentality. So how do you now transition that mentality to financial freedom or financial literacy? So I want to talk about the solution. What do we do? Yes, let's say we're in a recession. What do we do? Um, making smart choices? What are, some of, your, the, uh, what are, what are some of your solutions? I, I think uh, more than anything, uh, we've already, we spoke about one of them and Jeff, Jeff, so brilliantly like stated is like uh saving you know making sure that you have and uh to make sure that too that uh you create a budget that uh what yep. you're spending and on stick, like, and stick to it yeah stick to it and that you're not in the red like where you are spending out more than you are more than you're getting paid you know mm-hmm. like overspending and everything like that making sure that you're paying the the, the the your bills on time and everything like that you definitely want to do that more than anything i think too is it's priorities priorities mm. uh definitely That's like a good one. i'm not i'm not going to be like oh okay should i get some jordans or should i go grab some groceries should i get some jordans or should i grab some groceries yeah you know when you can take that same 200 300 you're going to spend and grab some groceries and just you know you know, wear whatever the other shoes you have in the house for the week, you know, because you can't eat Jordans. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, think, I, think, I think that's the biggest thing I would say. Like, those are the two, my my two biggest things. What, what about y'all, fellas? Did you- I think for me, it would be um, do not do this when you're in the recession, 
but read about um, credit cards. Um, I think um, building up your credit is something that's really important um, in anything that you're doing, or personal credit or business, or business credit. Really read upon it, and then when you do have the funds from the savings, um, learn how you can learn how you can balance the savings and the credit card together, where they can intersect each other. I think that's one, and do group economy. Group economy is basically if. Fred, if you have a Costco card, okay, let me use that real quick. Um, and let me buy it in bulks. Um, and then say, for example, you buy that in bulk whole month. Uh, say, for example, another example is, hey, you know what? It's the same money with Fred's family. Hey, come over. Um, I'm going to cook Sunday dinner this Sunday. And we just do it. You cook Sunday dinner. Jeff cooks Sunday dinner. And then we go from there. Group economy. Yeah, um, just, just and, make sure if you come to my house, Anthony, don't leave the cans on the floor. Shut, shut, shut. No worries, no worries, no worries. Um, so <laughs> that's um group economy. Or um not a lot of people think like this, but I've seen different cultures where if if it gets to this point, I want to be clear to the person in the back, if it gets to this point. Move back in with a family member. Move back in with a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, it is okay. And that's the third thing. Third thing is putting the pride aside. Saying to yourself, okay, where am I at right now? I see that I'm struggling. And you don't have to struggle. After, y'all, after you pray and do all that stuff, you don't have to struggle. Create a solution. There are people out there, even if it's two months, three months, but you have a plan. Mm-hmm. The last one is always have a plan to get out. Yeah. Always have a plan to get out. And that is why the wealthy becomes wealthier. Because they're not just planning for the recession. They already had the mentality of uh, of when, okay, all right, so this is about to go down. I'm going to wait. Because everything goes of money. It's not short short term. It's a long-term game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, the, the, the wealthy, they they know how to make money in any type of um, economy, and yeah. it, it doesn't really matter. They they know how to make money. That's how those who stay rich stay richer. I would just add on to that, just to say, like, just don't live above your means. Um, you know, it, live like you are in, in the recession. You know what I'm saying? And which means it's like you save more. You're not overspending. I do believe, like, you know, pay yourself. Like, so, you know. You don't want to work hard and not be able to enjoy your, the fruits of your labor. So you could pay yourself, but just know like, what can I? How much I can pay myself, but still be able to save, balance my checkbook, make sure all my bills are paid, and I have <laughs> money tucked away um, for rainy day. And you know, just prioritize your your, your spending. Yeah, and that's what that's what you have. That's what you have to do because it's easy to get caught up and like. You know, buy these. Like, I, I love, I like buying sneakers. You know what I'm saying? That's something that I do enjoy, but I I budget for that. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I'm, I don't overspend off of just my budget because that's that's how I pay myself. Me paying myself is like, this is how I treat myself is buying a pair of new jays. Some people could be like going out to dinner, you know, on mm-hmm. a Sunday. Some people, it's like um, going to the movies, whatever it is, right? People have their thing but it's just making sure everything else is taken care of and right you have money you have enough money to where six months out 
if you lose your job today, you can still be able to pay all your bills on time six months out. You get what I'm saying? Because then hopefully by that point, you'll either find a new job, you already kind of get back on your feet, and then add all the money back in because your savings is what your savings is supposed to be for. It's supposed to be for emergencies only. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, just in case something, you know, has happened and just, again, prioritize, 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 prioritize your spending. And what, and what we're saying, think about it as if we're not even in a recession. Let this be your financial mindset. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure you're clear. Let this be your financial mindset. So if anything happens, yeah. you're, you're prepared. Something that we always talk about is plan. Was it plan, prepare, and plan? No, and plan. plan. No, plan, plan, prepare. Yeah. So plan, prepare. No, plan, plan. <laughs> <laughs> good try, Abe. Good try, dude. Good try, good try, good try. That's that's that's, 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 the, that's the original PPP. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what Jeff said, but um, but think about that when you when you are when you're planning in regards to your financial. And I think the bit uh, I, I wanted to put this on as a cap, like take care of yourself too. That's Ooh, the, that's a that's good. A, that's free. Take care of yourself. That's free because it's like like you don't want to be sitting up here. Wondering like, oh, why is my back hurting? Why is my back hurting? I ain't been to the doctor in ten years, but why is my back hurting? No, go to the doctor. Word. You know, do your self care and um, make sure your mind is like check in with yourself. Check in, spend time with your friends. Go outside. Like, uh, but big bigger thing is medical. Make sure you're good. Do your checkup. Go to the doctor for real. Make sure that does not get talked about enough, right there. Let that me that piece. Does mm-hmm. not get talked about enough is take care taking care of your 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 physical health and your mental health. People, um, people it's take so care funny of to that, me. Please, I was gonna say, Jeff. To your point, it's so funny to me. People will buy like seven cars, right? People buy all these cars, and then, but they they breaking down on the inside. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> their body needs a tune. Their body needs a tune. Got seven cars. Wow, like, that's. Their body needs to tune up, bro. It's, it's, it's the truth, man. People are afraid to go to the doctor and get checked out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like a car. If you have a car and it's making a strange noise, mm-hmm. ignoring it and keep driving it, it's not going to make that noise go away. Good it's just only going to make it worse. So it's the same Absolutely. thing with your body. If something does not feel right in your body, yep. don't ignore it. Like, right, it'll just heal itself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. You know what I'm saying? Go to the doctor. Get it looked at. Get it checked out. Um, and get the necessary treatment that that's that's needed. You know, I that, think that's, that's like the absolutely. one of the biggest things. Because mm. listen, when it comes to sicknesses and diseases, it it, it it they don't care. Sickness and diseases doesn't care how much money you have in your bank. Doesn't yeah. care. Doesn't care about any of that stuff. Don't care if you're rich or poor. Yep. I've seen. I work in healthcare. I've seen wealthy people lay in the hospital for fighting for their life, and I've mm-hmm. seen people who are um, in poverty fight for their life. It Facts. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's one thing you can't. You could throw all the money in the world at that nothing can. It it still will will, will come for you. Like it sure. like straight up and down. Like I've seen so many people in different situations. Because my mom works in. Uh, she's a nurse, so it's like uh, all, from the people that are like wealthy to middle class to the people that don't have as much money. I've seen them in hospice. You know, and just and 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 they going through so much stuff and I'm not coming for anybody that you know of course is in a hospice or anything I'm just telling you what I've seen and 
and, and, and it's sad. It's very sad. So take care of your body today. Go to the gym. Get that checkup. Do everything Word. that you have to do. Like eat, eat, eat good. Eat well. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, leave, uh, leave that white help. castle alone. <laughs> like, who eats white castle? <laughs> white some, castle apparently, yeah. some people do because it's, they're still open. Yeah, still bro. Somebody eating that white castle. Oh my lord, that's disgusting. Let me tell you. But I mean, like, yo, do y'all guys have? A, no, before y'all go, do you guys have a um, what's it called, a primary doctor? Yeah, uh, a PCP. Uh, yeah. We like Sabina has one. I I'm I'm searching for one. I. It's a weird thing because I remember going to the doctor the other day. Uh, I was going to the I was going to the dentist, and he asked yeah. me, for, "Do I have a primary doctor?" I'm like, "No," and so and that's a that's a weird thing for me, but that should be normal because mm-hmm. I think when you're like a child, you have a primary doctor, like you have that person, your mom tells you who you go to. But I'm like, damn, your pediatrician. I don't know. I don't know. I like I. I don't even know how to find a primary doctor. Yes, 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 you could go on Zoda, but it's like, how do you know this person's gonna be like the person, person? Well, I mean, yeah. so this is what I would encourage you to, to, to anybody to do that who's listening that's looking for a primary doctor. One, find out the first, number one thing you do is find out um, if you have insurance, right? Yeah. Who, um, what doctor takes your insurance? Because that's super important. Because not every doctor takes every single insurance, right? Okay. So, you to, so you need to figure out is this are whatever doctor that you're looking at or looking for, are they in my network? So if I have let's say Aetna, Humana, there you go, uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shields, whatever it is, um, Emblem Health, you know, what are the list? And they will give you to you. They will tell you like these are the list of doctors that are in network. So these are the doctors that you can go see. Then you can go online. And there's Rate My Doctor, I think there's Rate MD, and you can go online and you can see, you know, how they're rated, right? So you can see like, hey, this doctor has four out of five stars, this doctor has five stars, this doctor has an average of 2.5 stars. Yeah. And so, you know, okay, these are just like if you're looking at a restaurant, you're trying to see, you know, how good the food is, you, you do it by what? Go into, you know, Yelp or whatever it is and check the ratings are. And if the ratings are great, you know, all right, I'm going to try this restaurant out. The yeah. ratings are poor, you're like, I'm not going to go there. So you yeah. can do the same thing with that. And then mo- once you get that, then what you do is you just schedule an appointment um, by either calling the doctor. Some even let you do it online. Mm-hmm. Um, and just schedule, you know, a first-time visit with them. And then yeah. you do your first-time visit. And then you see how it is. Just do a normal checkup. And if you're like, hey, I like the service here. Just like if you're going to a restaurant. Hey, the service was great. The waiter treated me excellent. The food was phenomenal. I'm going to come back. Same thing you go to the doctor. The receptionist was great. You know what I'm saying? The the, the doctor was great. The nurse was really nice to me. I didn't have to wait super long. I will come back to this doctor's office to continue to get my normal checkup. If it's poor, just like a restaurant, I'm not coming back. And then you just search for a different... You search for a different doctor. The only caveat is like if you have like an, and I know it's like a lot of information, but if you have an HMO plan, an HMO plan is, tends to be a little bit more limited, which means that normally like they won't let you change your PCP just like that. Like mm-hmm. some of them was like once a month you can make a change on your PCP, uh, which is your primary care doctor, or some you have to wait until like maybe like the end of your um like the end of the year or something like that so you just kind of want to be careful with that Mm -hmm. that's why it's so very important to know your insurance um so you can know like what doctors you can see how often you can see the doctors and obviously the most important thing too 
how much it's going to cost you, if it's going to cost you. <coughs> yo, Jeff just, just get you a free game. Free, free 99. Free 50. You know but what I'm saying? It's free 99, but it's, it is common sense. But. <laughs> No, nah, yeah, so I mean, it was a good point. It was a good thing that you brought that up there. Yeah, because I really, I know. And I, I think what to. for me, I want to, I want to, like when I went to the dentist this week, I was so excited, bro. Yeah. Like I've I've been trying like I was trying to say what to the dentist. Well, I, I was back. so excited. Not me. <laughs> I was so excited because I'm gonna try to say it without just saying pause. I had you a blood in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Come right. on, man. Come on. That's why, bro. You don't have to go into it, Anthony. <laughs> a shorty was in my mouth. <laughs> Whoa! All right, we gotta edit this out. Um, nah, nah, nah. We're, we're it was all. It was. It was... And like, nah, nah. It, on some real stuff, it was all black dentists. Awesome. Like, everybody was black. The reception was uh, Spanish. Um, it was just a black and brown dentist, and and enough. I'm so excited. They were all professional. Yes, they were professional. Yeah, they're good. Like, that, 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 that. Like I that will. I, is good. I would. I, I would definitely. If you are in the Jersey, New York, Connecticut area, um, please, please, um, yo, Jeff, what's the name of the dentist again? Um, I, I'll, I, give me a second. I have to look it up. I can't remember the name top of my head. So while he's looking it up, let me brag about them a little bit more. So it was like. I came in, they treated me well, and they knew, like, yo. And I had to tell them because I think when I'm, like, when I'm getting this procedure, like, I breathe really hard. So it's it was hard for me to breathe. So they took their, took their time. Mm, that's good. And they just walked me through every process. And and also, I thank God that I have insurance because that... <laughs> boy. That price, boy, yeah. That, 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 that last oh, price. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So that last price, um, I was like, okay, I can, I can, af- I can afford this. Um, but overall, it was just like it yeah. was a really, really great. Um, Jeff, you got it? No, I'm still looking, bro. But guys, keep talking. No, no. So, um, it, and it was it's owned by it's owned by a black Jamaican. But but but. Oh man, that's why that's why Anthony likes you. Yeah. A black Jamaican. He was like, he was like, let me get that 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 jerk He was a dirty <laughs> But um, real real talk, it was it was a good experience. I I have no problem with it. I can imagine. But if we do not have it, um, I want to respect everybody's time. Um, wow. Season four, season four, man. I'm I can't believe it, man. Yeah, we we doing it, man. The way it has <laughs> to be done, making sure. And Anthony, I'm glad you could have that. Uh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, uh, the story about the doctor because it, it it means so much because a lot of people out there, you know, they don't know how to. We we don't know how to uh like pick a doctor, how to find facts. Jeff, I, Jeff so eloquently shared like. Like man, like that's that's the way you do it because it was a whole process for me. I'm still looking, uh, honestly, uh, and and to know that there's there's this whole world and the and the way you can select a doctor. I'm just like I'm I'm like yeah, that's that's the way. That's what we need to talk about more. I just want some more black doctors in Jersey. Like I had a dope black doctor in Brooklyn. 
but I just I, I can't find no black doctors in Jersey. So I mean, there, there's plenty of them. Just gotta just keep. Looking. But my, my, there's my, definitely my, a lot. But like you said, it's it's limited with the insurance I have. Yeah, because a lot of it is going to depend on your insurance. If you're sure, if if you have an insurance that, um, and I don't know how they what how doctors pick and choose or how the insurance pick and choose what doctors are in the network, um, but yeah, a lot of it's based off that. But yeah, listen, I would just encourage like if you're looking for a black doctor, just Google it or you know I'm sure there's there's plenty in Jersey. It's going to come down to if your insurance accepts it or not. Facts. Shout out to all the all the amazing black doctors that's out there. Facts. I salute you guys, man, because you guys take care of us. And not only the doctors, too, the nurses, too, because they don't get enough credit. Any healthcare professional, the clinicians, for the people who register you when you first walk in, Facts. and to, 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 the, to the doctors, man, they all play a crucial role um, to making sure that, listen, we're all good and we're all healthy. So shout out to them. Absolutely. And by the way, they're called Supreme Dental Associate. Um, yes. They're located on 331 Valley Road. West Orange, New Jersey. Um, the doctor told me, like, yo, please put um, write a Yelp. So I want to big him up. Hopefully one day he might come on our podcast. Um, that would be really dope. And talk about, because that's another thing we could talk about as well. It's like, making sure you fix your teeth. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Not just... Not just just go get them. Uh, go, yeah. you know, go get a grill. Because it's them. a whole like it's a DNA. It's like there's like DNA in your teeth. Like it, it, it can literally tell you where you're from and right. things of that nature. Right, right, and uh, but no, but thank you for sharing that information, Anthony. And I look forward to the next episode of this season, and it's gonna be. Dope, 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 dope. Uh, and uh, this has been a great episode, fellas. Until the next one, peace out. Peace, peace out. Feature teeth, nigga. <laughs> what?